He was one of those civilized individuals who did not insist upon agreement with his political principles as a precondition for conversation or friendship. People around here don't care about DACA. They don't care about Me Too, I'm Black Too, or transgender bathrooms. Period. A trade war with China? Bring it on. Most people in western Pennsylvania support it. They've been blaming the Chinese for stealing their jobs for 40 years. Democrats used to fight for this stuff. You're listening to the Live Mike Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Romai. And today we're going to talk about uh, homelessness in Beaver County. Maria Tampano, and I keep wanting to call you Maria. <laughs> Marie Tampano, it's Italian anyway, right? right? Maria, I, Marie. I answer the darn near anything. <laughs> the cornerstone of Beaver County. Uh, the organization hasn't been around for a long time, but they have been making a lot of inroads as far as homelessness is concerned. Located in Beaver Falls and uh, serving a population throughout Beaver County and parts of Lawrence County, Marie, what is the cornerstone of Beaver County? So the cornerstone of Beaver County is an independent nonprofit, again, housed here in, in Beaver Falls, but serving all of Beaver County that serves individuals and families, uh, including veterans who are homeless or at risk of becoming homeless. So it's our mission to end homelessness. Our hope is that no one spends a night uh, on the streets. So if you're successful, basically, you'll be out of a job. Absolutely. That's that's our vision for sure. Yeah. All right. How is or what is the homeless population in Beaver County? Well, it's interesting in Beaver County because as you go to other cities, even downtown Pittsburgh, the homeless uh, population is, is visible. Here in Beaver County, it looks a little different. It's not that we don't have a, a street homeless uh, population, but it's a, lo- a lot of individuals who are either living with family doubled up, who are precariously housed. Uh, we have some folks who are housed in our local men's shelter at Crossroads Men's Shelter and the women's shelter in Beaver as well. Um, and then we have some some transitional and and, uh, and permanent housing programs, um, but we still do have a population of individuals who are out there living on the streets. It's just not as visible in Beaver County as it is in some other uh, urban areas. And who are these homeless people? Many uh, folks on the outside would think transients, drug addicts, alcoholics, prostitution, uh, things that uh, those may be the people that we see. Uh, even if it's not the biggest part of the population, but those are the people who are most visible. Is that who we're talking about? That's not all that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have individuals who have come upon hard times. You know, we have veterans who are homeless who have been um, deployed, come back, have issues with PTSD, issues reintegrating back into the community. We see a lot of veterans. We see elderly individuals. We see single moms. We see uh, individuals through our children and youth program. Right now is, is, is a community in, in, in transition. I mean, lots of wonderful things happening economically and, and lots of uh, opportunity coming to the community. But on the other side of that, we're seeing increases in, in rents. Um, and it's putting folks in a position where they can't afford to access uh, housing in the community. So we're seeing increased numbers of individuals who are just struggling to make ends meet uh, in Beaver County. We are in transition in Beaver County. The Shell Cracker Plan, of course, everybody talks about and all the jobs that are associated with it. So uh, when the general population sees jobs and we're hiring here, there and everywhere, they say, well, why are people struggling? There are jobs out there. Why don't they get those jobs? Well, there are some barriers to that sometimes, uh, issues with education and and training. Um, But there's certainly lots of incentives and opportunities to access that. But you also have individuals who may have um, mental health challenges or substance abuse issues who are finding difficulty 
fitting into those situations. And so um, we're working with other entities and partners in our community uh, to help folks to um, to address those barriers. But it takes time. And during that time, uh, individuals need support and may need a little help to sort of get over the bump and, uh, and get themselves back into the mainstream. And that's what we're trying to do. And where does the Cornerstone of Beaver County get its support? We get support. We have federal and state dollars. Um, we have contracts through our local community development corporation. Um, we have funding called Emergency Solutions Grants, which help individuals to, we rapidly rehouse them. We have assistance for veterans, supportive services for veteran families that we get through an organization in Lawrence County called LCAP, Lawrence County Community Action Program, comes through our local community development, comes to us. And we rely heavily on uh, foundation grants and donor support um, to help us operate and continue doing what we do. What is the biggest misconception about homelessness? Uh, I think that individuals are homeless or homeless by choice or by their own, um, that it's their fault. You know, certainly uh, life can throw a lot of things at you. Individuals who have uh, medical issues that they didn't anticipate um, or other types of challenges that they didn't anticipate. If you came to the Cornerstone and you met some of the people that come through here, these are our friends, our neighbors, our families, could be ourselves. When you think about homelessness, you know, we're talking about uh, women, men, elderly? All of the above. Mm-hmm. I mean, on any given day here in Beaver County and uh, at the Cornerstone, you will see in individuals, men, women, women with children, single folks, people with uh, couples with children, and the elderly. I think that's a population that um, is, is most overlooked or most people are surprised that we would see an elderly population here. But you got folks out there trying to pay for their heating bills and pay for their medications and you know, they can't keep it all uh, all happening. And a lot of their families, their children have moved away or some of them have outlived some of their family. And so we see a lot of those folks as well. Um, families who are have disjointed in some way. And so I recall an, an elderly woman one day, her son, they had had a falling out, the son put her out. She had absolutely nowhere to go. She had mobility issues. That's not an individual we can see on the streets. Uh, no one should live on the streets, but um, certainly very fragile elderly individual could never have made it out there. There was a time and people of a certain age in this region uh, will know of Dixmont State Hospital, yes. Mayview State yeah. Hospital. That all changed in the 1970s, however. And uh, those people, uh, I guess it was supposed to be uh, something that was helpful to them to mainstream uh, the people with mental illness yeah. and, and problems uh, such as that. Uh, since we don't have those anymore, is it more humane to have them wandering the streets, people with mental illness or particular problems like this, like we're talking about, or to have them in some type of facility? That certainly poses some challenges. I mean, uh, we have great services, the Mental Health Association, Beaver County Behavioral Health, and a number of other organizations that the Cornerstone works closely with as we see individuals who, as folks come into the Cornerstone and present as homeless, that's often the prevailing issue, symptom. But it's a symptom of uh, there are other issues that have fed into that. So we have to work very closely to make sure that folks are receiving the necessary services, counseling, case management, and uh, the other types of services necessary while we do the housing piece. So those partnerships, and we're very fortunate to have good partnerships with those entities, are necessary to help to keep folks um, supported and help them to remain independent in the community. Uh, All of that are sometimes very challenging, but, you know, it's like a puzzle sometimes. We piece it together. What do you say to the critics uh, Mm -hmm. who say you're just throwing money at a problem and it's never going to solve it? (sighs) 
It's never going to solve it. It's about managing it. Maybe it's not going to solve it, but it is about managing it and at least keeping folks in an acceptable um, environment, the basic needs being met. They're human beings just like you and I, uh, and they deserve the right to be have a roof over their head and food. It manages it. It's almost like a chronic illness, like a diabetes, cancer, high blood pressure. We got to manage it. You know, you're never going to make it go away, but we have to support it and manage it. And that's an interesting point as well, because you talk about uh, the other afflictions, uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, all these other things, uh, but mental health. Administration after administration, whether it's state or federal government, Republicans or Democrats, uh, they never seem to be able to make the connection between mental illness as a problem that may lead to drug addiction and these other forms of addiction and funding. I think, first of all, we have to advocate on behalf of, of our community. There's such a stigma around all of it. A lot of individuals are out there just trying to cope. I mean, you may have a mental health issue. You know, folks are self-medicating. Certainly, it's not my expertise, but I've seen a lot of it in my career. You know, it leads a lot of folks to try. They're just trying to get by and trying to, to live. Um, I, I think it's important uh, to talk about it, to have open dialogue. And again, I think if we can reduce the stigma and help people to understand and expose folks to the reality of it, I think that folks will find compassion for those situations. Uh, at least I hope that we will. Marie Tampano is the executive director of the Cornerstone of Beaver County, and you've only been here for a couple of years now. Yeah, about not quite two years yet, but I've okay. um, had the pleasure of working in the in the county uh, for almost the last 10 years. I was the former director of Life Beaver County, um, and that's really what got me interested in, in the Cornerstone. Um, at the time, we were seeing a lot of our elderly population who was having issues with maintaining their housing and having those types of challenges. And I, as the director of Life Beaver County, working with social workers and nurses and nurses' aides, et cetera, were reaching out to the staff that were working through the Cornerstone at the time and saying, can you help us? Can you help to get these folks mm-hmm. stabilized? And uh, it's through that interaction that I was exposed to the Cornerstone and became interested in what they were doing and eventually had the opportunity and the honor of becoming their director. What has been the biggest surprise for you? How many folks in our community are struggling, um, seeing folks who are literally living uh, on the streets. The other night I had uh, an experience of uh, outreaching to a couple uh, who were literally living in a tent. It was 28 degrees that night. There's limited space in the county for, there's the men's shelter and the women's shelter. And we tried to provide some items, blankets, et cetera, to help those folks get through the night. But I went home that night and had a very hard time putting that out of my mind. As far as the homeless population in Beaver County is concerned, a lot of people say, well, Beaver Falls, Aliquippa, maybe Ambridge, as the places where they seem to see or know that there's a homeless population. How does it affect the rest of Beaver County and not just these bigger areas? Sure, there are folks. It's harder to 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 find and out, outreach to the individuals in the outlying areas. The Cornerstone works with our local continuum of care folks. Dina Sibitoni, who's the head of the continuum of care, we're doing an outreach this afternoon, as a matter of fact, working with residents through Heritage Valley here in Beaver Falls, helping us to outreach. And part of what we do is blanket the county. It may be more visible in the more popular areas, but it's it's not limited to those areas, um, certainly. And um, it's harder to to get out there, as I mentioned, but mm-hmm. it's we do that on a regular basis. We have a part-time outreach worker here at the Cornerstone, and that's her main job, to go out throughout the county, talk to 
police departments and go to libraries, go to soup kitchens, go to the local ER and try to um, try to identify and engage individuals who may be struggling, who are either homeless or, or certainly if we can catch them before they become street homeless, that's that's optimal. Um, but that's part of what we're doing. So it's not limited to those areas. It just made me be more apparent in those areas. What's the greatest obstacle you face? Keeping the dollars coming in to support getting folks into housing and helping folks to maintain that housing, supporting them, finding the dollars to support the services, the case management and the supportive services that in some cases need to be ongoing for a period of time to not only get the individual stabilized, but keep them stabilized. Do you see an end to the homeless uh, problem in Beaver County anytime in the near future or do you anticipate it growing? It's becoming certainly more challenging. We're seeing waiting periods to get folks into housing. And so it's more challenging to support those individuals until we can get them into a stabilized uh, permanent housing situation. We have to get our message out there and we just have to be more creative. And we look at other places across the country that are dealing with these types of challenges and try to get ideas, think outside of the box a little bit to try to figure out how do we address this? How do we create opportunities for individuals? Because again, as there's more economic opportunity in the community, we have to get folks into a position where they can take advantage of that. And the reality is that there's a portion of our community, of our society, that will always need support. I personally have a child with special needs. He will always need support in his life through no fault of his own. And so that's part of our community. And um, my hope and, and my, my dream is that there's room for all of us in Beaver County. It's a, it's a community with a rich history. And I think that we have a responsibility to care for everybody in our community. Because I know a lot of people say, not in my backyard. Well, you know, we see some of that too. But mm -hmm. um, but fortunately, we have been able to make inroads and build relationships. You know, again, it's about educating people and advocating and helping folks to understand what we're trying to do and why we're trying to do it and why it's important. So there's a component of advocacy. And there still are a lot of compassionate folks here in, in Beaver County. It has its good days mm -hmm. and its challenging days. Yeah. So, uh, Marie, how can people help? What do they need to know and where can they go? So I think the most important thing to know is that if you have, you know, of someone who's struggling out there with, with a housing issue, um, either homeless or at risk of becoming homeless, call us. We're here at 1217 7th Avenue in Beaver Falls. Our phone number is 724-846-6400. Even if you don't know if we can help, please don't hesitate to call. We'll either assist you or we can point you in the direction uh, of who can assist you. We are not only fortunate enough to have the staff and programs directly operated under the Cornerstone, but we also have other partner agencies housed here in the Cornerstone with us. We have the Duquesne Light Cat program here, the Franklin Center, who's housed in their main offices in Aliquippa, has a satellite office here. The CARL program, which is a supportive housing program through the Beaver County Housing Authority, has staff here. And so if we can't help, maybe one of the partner agencies can help, or we can certainly refer you to one of the other wonderful programs here in Beaver County. The other way that you can help is if you can refer individuals, you can um, donate to the organization, um, participate in any of the um, fundraising events that we have. We have volunteer opportunities. We are always accepting donations. I mentioned that later today we'll be doing an outreach for the for homeless in our community. We always need blankets, gloves, hats during this time of year, water, any items, toiletries that folks may need. Um, if we can't use them in our outreach, we will certainly make sure that they get to our shelters, the men's shelter, the women's shelter. 
So if you want to donate, if you want to refer, if you want to help us, uh, don't hesitate to give us a call, 724-846-6400. The cornerstone of Beaver County, Marie Tampano is the executive director. Thank you for Thank you. educating us on this. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate all, all that you do. And uh, thanks to Beaver County for helping us do what we're trying to do. This podcast is the live Mike with Mike Romine on the Social Voice Project. If you like what you heard, make sure you like, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network.